0: Percy, we know it can be easy to praise God when things are going well, but can we also praise Him when we have cancer? Wow. It's not whether we can praise Him or even should
1: praise Him. We must praise God, no matter how big our fight is. Our hope for today, tomorrow, and eternity is in God. It actually helps us spiritually to praise Him at all
0: times. I understand, and I believe that too. Today, we're going to hear from a cancer patient who finds her strength praising God right through the cancer. The following program is produced and sponsored by Cancer Treatment Centers of America. The information discussed during this program is not medical advice. Be sure to talk to your medical doctor for information and advice relating to your health. So glad you're with us now for health, hope, and inspiration. I'm Wayne Shepard. Our host is Reverend Percy McRae, Pastor P. He is director of faith-based programs at Cancer Treatment Centers of America. Pastor P, how are you doing today? I'm doing well. Blessings and salutations, my friend. How are you? I'm all right. Hey, we're going to talk with this woman here today who really is walking in faith, isn't she? She is, and she's going to give us a
1: great example of how to be practical while still walking and being spiritual, and there is a balance between the two, and we'll learn some key things from her today. I'm excited about
0: this show. All right, that conversation coming up in just a moment here on Health, Hope, and Inspiration. Hey, how about a question to our listeners? We we like to pose these questions because we love to get the response back from listeners. We love to make this a two-way podcast, don't we? Uh, Percy, here's this week's question we've chosen— what would you have done differently on your cancer journey? You may have your own answer to that question.
1: Well, it's a great question. And again, we want to pose that and, and prod people to think about that and give us a response. And of course, you can go to healthhopeandinspiration.com. And on the front page of the uh, of the website there, it says questions and you can hit the drop down. And then you can drop your answer there to that question appropriately. And at some point we may be able to read one of those responses on another show.
0: Well, you've been looking at some of the responses to previous questions. What do you find there? Well, I have
1: something here that I think would be of value for people to listen to. Uh, I have a response from someone from San Diego, California. And we posed the question, what was something you learned during your cancer journey? What was something that you learned during your cancer journey? And here is the response that was given it wasn't anyone's fault. How mm-hmm. about that for an answer?
0: Period, right? That's yeah, period. that's the whole response. That's
1: the whole response, because one of the things that we know and understand is that there are times when people are dealing with cancer, either directly or supporting someone with cancer, the question comes up and can come up, whose fault was it? What mm-hmm. did I do? What was not done? And this particular person said it wasn't anyone's fault. And so with that Give us, again, uh, a sense of what you're thinking and what you're feeling about some of our questions. And at some point in time, we may be able to read some of those on some of the other
0: shows. Yeah, as you said, you can answer those questions on our website, healthhopeandinspiration.com. And by the way, on that, it's no one's fault. We've done whole conversations about that. So if you go back into the archive, you'll find some programs here in Health, Hope, and Inspiration addressing that very issue. and Inspiration.com. That's also the place to go for our free resource, Spiritual Needs of Cancer Patients. Before we go any further, you want to say a word about this resource? Well, this is a great resource. And again, it is talking about the spiritual needs
1: of cancer patients. Cancer patients uh, who are people of faith, who adhere to some type of spiritual orientation, have spiritual needs. And so therefore, we should be equipped to be able to respond to those. So this particular resource will give you some insight and some tidbits on Uh, To know how much God loves them, we need to help people understand that and give them that perspective to know that God is more powerful than cancer and a plethora of other things that will be helpful that you can do and say and provide to individuals while supporting them through their, not only their physical journey, but also their spiritual journey.
0: Thanks for making this available to us, Percy. Spiritual Needs of Cancer Patients. You can download it at healthhopeandinspiration.com. Percy, will talk with our guests in a moment, but if you are concerned that you or someone you love may have cancer, consider reaching out to Cancer Treatment Centers of America for personalized diagnostic services. Cancer Treatment Centers of America is a comprehensive cancer care network that treats the whole person, body, mind, and spirit. Visit our website at healthhopeandinspiration.com and click on Sponsor to learn more about Cancer Treatment Centers of America or contact a member of the team with questions about your diagnostic and treatment options, the number is 866-712-HOPE, 866-712-HOPE. Cancer Treatment Centers of America uses a patient-centered approach and a wide range of technologies and techniques to deliver precision medicine, personalized care, and spiritual support. You can learn more at healthhopeandinspiration.com. Percy, before we go any further today, you have a spiritual nugget for us. Yes, sir. Our spiritual foundational
1: nugget for today that'll frame today's conversation is found in Romans, the eighth chapter, uh, verses 38 and 39. And it says this, for I am persuaded, remember that when you listen to the program, for I am persuaded that neither death nor life nor angels nor principalities nor powers nor things present nor things to come nor height nor depth nor any other created thing shall be
0: able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Well, keep that in mind as we turn to Percy's conversation now recorded in Philadelphia.
1: Well, I'm thrilled today to have with me uh, at the microphone is Latasha Smith, who is um, still actively treating to a certain degree uh, uh multiple myeloma cancer, treating at the Cancer Treatment Centers of America in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Welcome to the show today, my dear. Thank you. Well, it's my privilege to have you. And first and foremost, may I say you look wonderful. You have a great print on your dress and you just look uh, flowery and happy and vibrant. <laughs> You're growing. You know, I used to work uh, in another industry and um, the joke was when you're new, they call you green. They call you a green pea. And they used to tell you stay green as long as you can because as long as you're green, you're growing. Right. When you get brown, you're dead. And so, <laughs> so your dress just reminds me of growth and flowering and, and uh, blossoming. So thank you so much. Uh, you look wonderful, my dear. Having said all of that, we want to talk a little bit about your story as a cancer patient, sure. your, your pathway. And ultimately, um, how you have progressed through that. So first and foremost, uh, in the introduction, we mentioned the fact that you have been treating for multiple myeloma. Yes. Uh, do, uh, what was your original uh, diagnosis date, time? Do you remember when you were originally diagnosed? Well,
2: I think it was about uh, now, about two and a half years ago. Okay. Um, I went to my primary doctor, um, did my regular yearly checkup. Um and Yay, it, for checkups. Exactly. I think that's extremely important. A lot of things are missed because we don't uh do our yearlies our annuals like we should be. Yeah, you correct. know, we don't take advantage of those things. But uh yeah, we did our my blood work and my uh protein levels actually came back hmm. a little suspicious, of course, and you know, me not knowing anything, it's like protein, what? I don't you want me to stop eating meat? <laughs> So, um, you know, they checked it a couple of times just to make sure it wasn't like false readings or anything like that. And, you know, so my primary was kind of concerned and, you know, suggested that I go to an oncologist, um, hematologist, oncologist, Uh actually. Uh And I started going, but it was not something I needed to worry about at the time. Went back at the end of the summer and um, the protein levels in my blood was had increased and um, they wanted to send me to Penn Medical. But me, knowing uh, a couple of patients that had come here, specifically one of my uh, best friends who had come to CTCA in mm-hmm. Philadelphia, mm-hmm. had a very great experience. Um, she had breast cancer with metastasized sprain to her brain and her back. And that was like Seven years ago, and she's thriving and doing well. Praise God. Amen. So, exactly. So, I thought to myself, well, I already seen what God can do with her. So, that's where I'm going. Okay. So,
1: So, and (laughs) and here I am. (laughs) So, you you come to CTCA after uh, being originally diagnosed. Mm -hmm. Uh, I ask this question often. um, Where were you when you were first told that you had cancer, and how did you feel when you heard that word?
2: Um, I was actually, um, I was in disbelief to be quite honest with you. I was like, "Mm, that can't be right. I'm too young. You know, first of all, I've never heard of multiple myeloma. Um, and so it was kind of shocked. I didn't even um, respond like, um, someone normal would hear that. So there was just like, you know, until my husband and I drove up on the driveway at my house I think that's when I started crying. Like this can't be right. Yeah, and actually, I still didn't believe it until you know I came to CTTA for um, where you know the intake process. Sure. and so I came here for my second opinion. Okay, right. So Yay you know, for second opinions. A- absolutely. Yep. Um, so I came here and I sat down and I was waiting for the intake specialist to come and get me. And I think that's when it hit me. Like. I'm actually here. Like, you know, this is not a dream. Yeah. This is not somebody else's story. This is my story. This is really happening. And I, I just cried. Okay. You know, and um, you know, even 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 after that, after you know, CTCa did everything, the blood work and everything, I wasn't like at the uh, at at the point of needing any treatment, Got just it. to still being monitored. Okay. So you know, they we monitored. You know, we monitored for about, I would say nine, ten months, um, because again, uh, the studies here show that I didn't need treatment at that time. Okay. And um, so it was no point of putting me through uh, that regimen if I didn't need to. Okay. So you know, it wasn't like a fast knee jerk reaction. Right. It was actually looking at my situation, um, how my uh, how I was. I guess per, uh, the cancer was progressing, okay. right, because it hadn't really turned into that yet. Okay. So at that time when it did change, you know, I was well prepared in okay. regards to um, next steps. the next steps. So it wasn't a shock when I had to start treatment.
1: Gotcha. So basically, can you kind of just slow dog walk that thing? Ex- exactly. Okay. So with that, you you get to the point, obviously, and the place that then you needed to actually pursue treatment mm-hmm. and care. Uh, one of the things that, um, and of course, you probably wouldn't be on the show if this was not true, is that you know you possess a, a, a sense of spirituality and yes, faith that's amen. part of who you are. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we do not uh, proselytize or try to r- rail on anyone's particular religion or spiritual orientation, but we do highlight the fact that faith and spirituality for many people is extremely important and yes. they utilize that. And certainly yes. in, the, in the case of being told that one has cancer, that faith and spirituality mm-hmm. in many cases comes to the forefront and becomes a very vital part mm-hmm. of their their process of care. Let's talk about how um, once you actually started treatment and care, and, he, and you did radiation, chemotherapy. Actually, no,
2: chemotherapy and a stem, a stem cell um, oh. stem cell transplant. Okay, mm-hmm. so you
1: did um, chemotherapy, uh, stem cell transplant. You go through that process, and and you know, depending on the length and time, uh, those can be somewhat rigorous processes. Mm-hmm. Um, at some point in this thing, your faith has got to kick in. Your spirituality has to make, become like really important. Let's it it
2: becomes that. the the forefront of everything. Yeah. Um, just a little bit about myself personally. I'm on a praise and worship team at church. Okay. Right. Um. So, and I've been doing so for a few years. Okay. And I've grown up in the church. Um. I read the word. I'm actually a minister in training at at this very moment. Amen. Um. So. I came in with like you know God is my strength, right? And yeah. and He's my redeemer. Yeah. And rede- whatever the the situation is, I'm going to praise Him anyway. Okay. And um, and 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 just going through it, it was okay to cry. It was okay to yeah. question and all those things, right? Um. But one of the things that um really that going through the process that changed for me is, and I tell people now like you 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 honestly feel like you have faith and you understand what that is yeah. um but I don't think you really understand what that is until it is tested and you go through something. Yeah, your back is against the wall. Absolutely. This is not like I'm looking for a new job mm. and um I, I did my resume and I interviewed, and you know, Lord, just you know, change the hearts of the, the, the interviewer and and so forth and make them see you through me type thing because I had a part in that. Mm-hmm. Right? Or or uh you, getting a new house and you know, things that we kind of normally pray for. For sure. type thing this was a situation where i had nothing i couldn't do anything i couldn't eat my way to a healthy lifestyle i couldn't exercise my way i couldn't nothing you know this was just this was truly i'm throwing my hands up i can't do nothing i'm laying it all at your feet
1: and you really raise a powerful point and I am a recently diagnosed colon cancer patient myself. I treated at CTCA in Chicago. Uh, it was early stage. I had surgery, and I'm doing well. Uh, but one of the things that I remember is the intake process. You know, I worked out of that building for 18 years, so on and so forth. But in talking to my intake doctor, you know, uh, they were looking at my medical history and so on and so forth. It's like, you don't smoke, you don't drink, you know, you're in excellent shape, you're an ex-basketball player, you're Like you don't have any family history of cancer. And he was like... That's so odd. But the point that you just made, and I think this is huge, particularly from a believer's perspective, yes, there is something to be said about living a healthy lifestyle, eating correctly, Mm -hmm. uh, exercising, maintaining our weight. All of those things are things that we can participate in, but it does not guarantee us. And let me throw in uh, all of those things. I go to church. I'm on the praise and worship team. I tithe. uh, I support my local church. I praise and worship God. Does not mean and guarantee the fact that that at some point one of us may not have to face this even in the midst of doing mm-hmm. all of those things the, the Bible says that that job was a just and upright man, <laughs> so the point that I want to make and for 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 that one person that may be listening today, this is not about because I do believe that what can happen to us psychologically and emotionally if we're told something like this, Mm -hmm. that we have cancer, that we start beating ourselves up. up. What What did did I I do do wrong? That's exactly right. Mm -hmm. What did I sin or how did I miss the will of God? Yeah, over 30 years ago, Rabbi Harold Kushner wrote an insightful book entitled, Bad Things Happen to Good People. Mm -hmm. And this is exactly what I'm hearing you say. You know, you dialed into the fact that, you know, God— all i got is you here mm-hmm. i've 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 have ex, exhausted all that i can do in the natural you know i'm going to go see a doc and i'm going to get into a clinical mm-hmm. plan of care but at the end of the day you I'm gonna are i'm to trust you yeah exactly in the midst of your process mm-hmm. this process i think it's important because one of the things that happens and you know, help me out here if if I get off track, Letitia, is this that uh sometimes believers then will jump the rails and go, Well, I'm not going to see a doctor, I'm not gonna go get medical care, and then I'm just gonna stay home and I'm just gonna trust God. And then no, but he cases, gives us wisdom. Right. He gives us wisdom and
2: and he said greater things than this I will do yeah. and that we will see in our time, mm-hmm. right? So I believe that that wisdom and that knowledge, this that the doctors have and things like that, that's not just um, from the uh, the natural. That's part of the spiritual as well too. And he gives us access. Perfect
1: gift comes Comes from from the the Lord Lord. exactly.
2: So I don't think we we are to be. Naive, right? Um, we pray for wisdom, Amen. right? And that is wisdom, Amen. right? Even wisdom about getting a second opinion. Absolutely. Wisdom about not doing your, your yearlies. You know, um, what's there to be afraid of, right? Right. right. Um, I think the hardest part is taking the first step. It is. Right? It um is. But once that, and, and and knowing where your your help comes from, yeah. you know that's another thing too. I going through this process, and actually, just past Sunday, one of our um, great um, pastors um, at my church um, um, t- spoke about like you know we're not going to. It doesn't. The word doesn't say we're not going to have adversity. Hello. The one thing that I Hello. he said I am your strength, right? So guess what? That means I'm, I'm going to. I'm not going to have enough strength for something that he's going to be my strength, right? Um, And he's going to be with me in times of trouble. So
3: he's with me.
2: I don't have to walk this thing out alone. And I can keep my head up and I can know where my help comes from. I don't have to um, feel downtrodden. You know, I'm not the tail. I am the head. Right, right. You know, regardless of what the outcome is going to be. He has my back.
1: Absolutely. You know,
2: and I I can find comfort in that,
1: even when I'm going through the storm. It's interesting to note that there are some research studies that actually attempt to quantify this very point. For example, the American Cancer Society reported on a study that suggests religion and spirituality can help cancer patients find meaning in their illness and provide comfort in the face of fear. And the bigger point to be made is... And I think that we lose this somehow is that our religion or our faith and our spirituality does not protect us against negative things happening to us. It strengthens and it empowers and Absolutely. it encourages us when negative things happen mm-hmm. to us. And that's what I'm hearing. That's really the message I hear right. from you. And
2: I, you know, when I had my stem cell transplant, I was actually in um, the hospital for a month. It's a long and time. It's a very long time, and it was it was between the uh, Thanksgiving and Christmas holiday. Oh wow! During so the it's season. yeah. So it's even you know not just a long time. Yes. It's a time where you're if you like me, I'm very family oriented, yes. and it's yes. always something going on. Yeah. And the biggest thing that I pray for and pray for and pray for is the fact that you know I have visitors come every single day. But there was gonna be periods of time in that that time frame I was gonna be alone. Yes. And I didn't wanna be in my own head and um and and worry yeah. and 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 down and like I said earlier, just and and one and woe it's me. Yes. I wanted to make sure, like God, I just need you to be with me, you know, in those quiet times. Yes. Yeah because that was that's really important you know while you're going through there are going to be times where you are alone absolutely you know and you're by yourself you know you're in the bed and your mind it's is spinning. just going yeah. and the what ifs happen yeah. you know day in day out we're human yep. of course that's going to happen so you know even before that time i was praying like lord i i i know my mind i know this flesh i i need you yes. i i need you to be a comfort for me
1: in those times, because
2: I know those times are going to
1: come. Well, again, you said you said it so uh, appropriately, we're human. It's interesting that, that how much time Jesus spent alone. Mm. When we read the New Testament, and I don't know if people really process this, He probably spent more time by himself than he did in front of Mm. or around crowds of people, which is where he renewed his strength (laughs) and where he was lifted up and where he was ministered to. And so uh, it's important to understand that 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 alone time, just because we're alone doesn't mean that we're lonely. Exactly. It it doesn't mean that we're not without help. That we're by ourselves. And we're we're by ourselves. So today... As I sit here and look at you, and I and I make reference to it, and I and I want to be very make sure that my comments are respectful. You look energized and thank and, you, and vibrant and and strong and powerful. What is God doing with you today? What's He is now? just like
2: shaping and molding me, and and pulling back scales from my eyes. Mm. You know, um, when I read the word, it it's. When you see the word enlightened it's it's different mm. you know i the he's really speaking to me yeah right, and it's the word is just alive for me, and um it's he's just alive for me it's not like um i'm I'm singing or or worshiping or anything like the god of um Isaac Jacob at abraham that he's my god Absolutely. right it's 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 become a personal, yeah. a personal testimony, a personal journey. It's, it's just a personal thing to me at, you know, at this point, you know, um, yeah, I come every single month to get, um, checkups. Okay. And I'm, I have to be honest, I'm not, I'm not worried about what my blood work is going yeah. to say, yeah. you know, I'm already like, okay, after I leave CTCA, what I'm going to do? Right. I'm, you know, because the doctor's going to give me like, all right, see you next month, right. <laughs> type thing. I'm not even thinking about the what ifs because I just feel like he has me, and it's I, I think I'm spiritually growing um, in him. Amen, amen. You know, and and that's where I am, and um, you know, and with that, I I have a desire to be a, a better leader. Okay. in in my um in my church yes. um, to learn the gospel, to, to be able to speak life into other um, people, um, be a, a, a light in my own household, yeah. you know, um uh, with my sons, with my husband. And again, and just, you know, and always champion, like, listen, if he could do it for me, he could do it for you,
1: well,
2: you know, and, um, and I, healing doesn't always come on this side.
1: That's true. That's absolutely true. You, like to work, you know, but- we cheated and we read the end of the book and we know where we're going. Yeah. And so that being said, um, with all of that, the last question of the day is what is not the one thing, but what is one thing that drives, fuels, and empowers your hope today?
2: God loves me. That I I know that. Mm-hmm. It's not even it's not a question.
3: Yeah.
2: Right. Um, He loves me. He he uh, he chose us mm. when he came down. He he cho- gave his life for us. Yeah. He chose us. Yeah. Not only he called us yes. right. Um, he prepares us. Mm. That that's what drives me, Amen. right? Um, that that just right there. His lavish love
1: on from, me for me. <laughs> what can that, separate me from the love of God? No. <laughs> the word says nothing. nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Today you have heard from. Uh, I'm going to say the one and only (laughs) Latasha Smith, who is uh, in remission currently of her multiple myeloma. Uh, She is still being uh, uh, monitored, and so she comes back and forth for uh, her checkups. But let me assure you today, I see a woman of God, a woman of faith, a, a mother, a wife, and a kingdom citizen who is going out declaring, that the kingdom of God is here and now, and she's part of that. Yes. I salute you, my Thank sister. Thank you so much. Thank you for your journey. Thank you for your testimony. Keep blessing people.
2: Yes. Right. If I could just say one thing you for may. homage to my husband. Please. Because, unfortunately, I did not change my last name. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> so, Latasha Jackson, and that is for uh Daryl Jackson. Let him know that I love him.
1: Oh, and-
2: <laughs> Okay. And I want the world to know that I love
1: him. Well, Mr. Jackson, let me say on your behalf that your bride is saluting you and she's shouting you out, man, and uh here's what I know. The average cancer patient who has gone through a journey of cancer did not do that by themselves. They had someone that was standing Absolutely. in their corner loving Absolutely. Every them. day, every every visit He has been with me. Well, we're going to shout out the man of God of your life. Amen. And and I thank God because the Bible says a woman and a man that finds a spouse, I'm I'm paraphrasing a little bit, says they found a good Good thing. thing. And so we thank God for Mr. Good Thing and (laughs) Mr. Jackson. Thank you so much, my dear. Love you to life and not to death. Keep being a blessing everywhere that you go.
2: Thank you so much for
0: having me. Latasha Smith-Jackson here with Percy McRae on Health, Hope, and Inspiration. We'll talk about that conversation in just a moment. But you know, according to the American Cancer Society, nearly one out of three people in the U.S. will receive a cancer diagnosis during their lifetime. And caring for people living with cancer is a growing need in every church today. Now, to address this issue, we've developed the Our Journey of Hope Ministry Leaders Network to equip and empower every Christian leader to better meet this great need. If you're a pastor or a leader in your church or congregation, we want to invite you to join this growing family of informed ministry leaders in the Our Journey of Hope Ministry Leaders Network. Joining is absolutely free. When you sign up, you'll receive online access to exclusive leaders' resources, information about ministry training opportunities, and our informative monthly email newsletter. So, visit our website, health, hope, and Click on the Our Journey of Hope logo at the top of the page and join the Ministry Leaders Network today. And one more thing at the website is our free resource, Spiritual Needs of Cancer Patients. You can download that at health, hope, and Percy, you talked with a woman today who's walking in faith, no doubt about it.
1: You know, she's walking in faith, Wayne, but she also helped us to understand how to be practical while she was walking in faith. Mm-hmm. And I think that sometimes for some uh, in the faith community, we lose sight of that, or we we fall short of understanding that there is a balance. Uh, we certainly do walk by faith and not by sight, but we also have to understand that there are some practical applications of things uh, that need to be adhered to. She talked about making sure that uh, from a healthcare perspective, that you know we're going to do our annual evaluations and checkups accordingly. Uh, she talked about uh, also understanding the dynamic that. Uh, when you know negative things uh, happen to us, uh, that the Word of God did not tell us that we would not have that to happen to us, but that we would be strengthened and encouraged and 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 motivated through the Word of God and through the will of God and through the Spirit of God, but it would not necessarily keep negativity from us. So again, just a balance that anyone who has walked the planet any length of time, uh, we'll understand that as being God's people, uh, we still have we still have challenges. We still have circumstances that, from time to time, uh, will come against us that we have to work through. And so, I really appreciated yeah. that. From
0: her. Yeah, I was impressed with Latasha's testimony. Uh, she's been through chemo, she's been through stem cell transplants, yeah. and yet, and a relatively young woman, right? She absolutely with you know still uh, with children and et cetera, But just a,
1: a vibrant spirit. You know, she talked about how. Uh, she was in training for, for the ministry uh, that she sings on her praise and worship team, so she's very uh, engaged in her faith. She's very engaged in the world around her. Uh, and yet, you know, she had a battle and a challenge that she's working through and that she's singing the praises of God as she yeah. continues to grow in her faith.
0: I like how honest she was. We will face adversity, she said.
1: <laughs> <laughs> she did say that. And that's what the scriptures tells us. We, we're reminded that, you know, the that that the righteous are not forsaken, even though we are facing uh, circumstances and situations. And it's part of the walk of being a believer. As a matter of fact, much of the New Testament, if I could remind us, talks about suffering and, and enduring hardships as a good soldier, et cetera, et cetera. So she really gave us a very practical Uh, a down-to-earth reminder that uh, if we are still in the planet Earth, we still have to deal with and contend with potentially negative situations in our
0: lives. Yeah, you may want to go back and re-listen to the interview with Natasha, particularly if you're having a down day. You know, she's just so encouraging and so helpful in that uh, faith-filled and practical conversation with Percy. So these programs are archived on our website, healthhopeandinspiration.com. You can go back and listen to any episode, and you can pass the link along to someone else to listen as well, healthhopeandinspiration.com. Remember our question this week, what would you have done differently on your cancer journey? We look forward to your response. You can give that response at that same website, Inspiration.com and our resources available there as well, Spiritual Needs of Cancer Patients. All right, Percy, this has been such an uplifting program here today. Why don't you go back to God's Word for us, though?
1: Absolutely, and I thank God for for this conversation as well. So we go back to Romans 8. Uh, in lieu of all that we've already talked about and what was discussed in the interview, now let's hear this scripture again yes, for the first time. Yes. Romans 8 verse 38 and 39, for I am persuaded, therefore there's something that we should be persuaded about. And what is that? That neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other created thing shall be able to do what? To separate us, praise God, from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. And I believe Latasha said it this way. She said that she is always motivated and inspired by how God lavishes his love on her. I love the word lavish. It gives you a (laughs) great image of just being showered and inundated with a presence and a power. And in this particular context, it is the love of God which is in Christ Jesus. Today, be encouraged that no matter what your circumstances are, no matter what you are facing, that nothing can separate you or I, for that matter, from the love of
0: God. Truth with a capital T. Thanks for all you do, Percy. Hey, thank you,
1: and remember, we've got work to do. Keep chopping the wood and keep holding on to your faith. God
0: bless. And remember our website, health, hope, and Inspiration.com. Thanks for listening. Hope and Inspiration is produced and sponsored by Cancer Treatment Centers of America.
3: If you or someone you love is fighting cancer, consider Cancer Treatment Centers of America. We treat the whole person